Yeah, so we're here at Deeper Than a Cut podcast, and we yeah. welcome all of our viewers <laughs> in. Y'all, listen, we are ready, and we have a show prepared for you today, and you are going to enjoy it. My yeah. name is Smitty. Halftime in the building. Post halftime, yeah. and we are here to give the nuggets that we have to put you in a better position of knowing why entrepreneurship. See, that's a question that a lot of people have have time. People Ooh. always want to know why entrepreneurship. They do. It's so, you know, they teach us so many different things about uh, life. And oftentimes you're not taught about entrepreneurship and the importance of it. Yes. And, and the weight that it holds. Yeah. It's, it's a lot that go into this. Yeah. And I'm telling y'all, y'all stay in, stay locked in, stay locked in with us on uh, Instagram, on Facebook. On Spotify, Apple Music, come y'all, on. I'm telling you, we Log have in. spread our wings and we are yeah. ready to come to you from all different platforms. YouTube, put that Deeper Than The Cut podcast in. Smash that subscribe button. Smash that like button because we want to make sure that we stay on the air and that you get those notifications every time we drop a video. We in the building with knowledge and help over 40 years between the both of us. Yeah, together, you feel me? Hey, hey, halftime. What up, man? How long we been doing this thing, man? We have been doing this forever. Man, we have been doing this thing for- And ever, ever? And ever, ever? <laughs> <laughs> man, so we're here today to talk about why entrepreneurship is often a question um, that seems to be like, uh, I don't know about that. Or, you know, you know, a lot of times in the community in which I was brought up in, you wasn't taught about entrepreneurship. It was always, you know- Thanks. Go get a uh, finish high school, go to college, you know, uh, get a degree, get out, get in the workforce, yeah. and and you live successfully that way. But you know, um, I thank God that you know I was able to find entrepreneurship in some kind of way, and it, it gave a release, <laughs> no 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 hold and strings holding you back. Um, and halftime, I just want to ask you a quick question Shoot, about. Entrepreneurship, um, statistically factual, it says that twenty percent of uh, entrepreneurship businesses fail within the first year. Twenty percent, twenty percent of businesses fail. Why do you think that yeah. that is that twenty percent of the businesses fail in well, its first year? Well, first of all, it's like if I if I tap into you know our previous episode, uh, I touched on it just a little bit, man. It's that hard work. But even more so, I believe that the reason why 20% of new entrepreneurship, new businesses fail the first year is simply because, number one, it, it could be the the, the lack of uh, resources. Yeah. The mm. lack of research. Mm. Okay. Like for me, I know when I, I know when I first started my first business venture, I knew I wanted to make some money. 
and I had a couple of dollars, you know, put to the side and it's something, it looked good right. and it sound good. And I put my money out there, but then I got a call and everything went bad. And then it was just like, what happened? You know what I mean? Yeah. So but, there's a fear factor that goes into it too oh, of man. losing your money, right? Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. But I'm prepared for that. You know, you take, you know, if you, if you know, you want to get into entrepreneurship, one thing for sure. And two things for certain, you got to be willing to take that risk. That's true. You got to be what you That's have true. to know. It takes money to make it, you know? And so for me, when I first put my, my initial dollars out there to invest in myself, uh, I failed, but I, I learned later on that calculated risk. That's right. That's that calculated risk that was necessary right. for me to understand what to do the next time, right? Because we don't give up. Entrepreneurs, it's a, it's in your blood. Nobody, you don't wake up overnight and just say, "Hey, I want to be an entrepreneur." Yeah, you know, it's something. It's a part of you that says, "I I want to build and work for my own family and sure. build that legacy," right? But the attribute that I'm talking about, you, that that keeps that 20% rolling the next year, that second year, yeah. the first year 20% fail. But but that second year, if they can pick the ball back up, I would say invest in yourself. Sit in a class, learn from someone, watch videos, find a different group of, of people that's to good. learn and glean from that's already set. You know what I mean? Because because one thing my, my grandmother always told me, be willing to learn. True. Be willing to learn. If you're the smartest person in your group, then there's something wrong. Mm. And so if I know I made these mistakes previously my first year, then I know I'm going to get, I'm going to pick myself up and I have to believe in myself a little different. My strategizing have to be a little different, right? My, my, like my strategy, my methods that I went about it the first year, it has to change in order for me to make an impact and stay in business longer than my first year, right? Wow. Because yeah. it, it's just so heavy. It's so heavy because me as, as an entrepreneur been doing this for 20, 20, well, we got 40 years together <laughs> experience, right. Of working for ourselves. Right. I've had the white flag waving so many times. Yeah. I had Smitty. I had that white flag waving several times, but it was something that I built up over the years that wouldn't allow it to happen. Would you say proper planning plays into that as well? Like yes, it does. being able to know what it takes counting up the cost as it were before you yes. begin to build the house yes right just knowing what what you're putting into it the calculated risk that we talked about yes is that i think that that plays a big role in it what you think about that it definitely plays a big role in it because simply you you have to know what you so you have your family you have all the, all the bills and everything that you have your responsibilities necessities at home but then to operate and run business that's a separate calculated cost you have to know your budget for your home and then you have to know the budget in which you're trying, which you what you want to invest. And once you have that dollar amount, then you have to, you don't want to go in with your last dollars. You want to have at least three times that before you spend that initial money. Because the reason why I'm saying that, because what if things don't go right the first 30 days? <laughs> what, what if you miscalculated that? Yeah. And you have to go back in with another 5000 10000 or whatever the cost was initially, right? So you never want to take your last, that last penny. You want to go in with more finances than what it really takes to get it started because we know for sure life life happens. If you can. There are some times, though, that if you believe in it enough, you throw it all out there, uh, walk by faith and yeah. give everything you got. I did there, that. there are certain did situations that. in which that arise, but I did that. Um, if you can. If you can. 
I would advise you to take calculated risks, yeah. believe in yourself. Yes. And the main thing is to have faith throughout the process. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but, but, but I mean, I gave my perspective on what, you know, that 20%, how can they stay in business? You know, and so many times I watched you in business and a lot of people don't really understand what it takes. So they say you different on a basketball court because you're competitive, <laughs> right? Right. You different in your home because you don't play. Yeah. Right. You different in business because you strategize, you make, you make it make sense. Absolutely. Okay. But why, but in, in a pandemic though, so many lives have been lost. So, so many families are hurt, even those who have recovered from COVID and, and the, during this pandemic and in this time, it's so much like, how do you find that motivation? Let me, why entrepreneurship right now in this season for you? Entrepreneurship, literally, um, and I think you hit on it a little bit. It's, it's, it's embedded in my DNA, literally. Like, I really never, ever saw myself working for anybody else. And it wasn't because I'm, I, I'm, I'm insubordinate or that I can't um, work with authority. It's just that I've always been a person that realized that if you have the opportunity to, to properly put things in place, I can do it for myself. Oh, yeah. You know, I can work for myself. And as I kind of uh, alluded to in our intro, that entrepreneurship in the, in the black community is not something that's often talked about. It was actually frowned upon. You know, you talking about you want to go to school to get a trade after high school. They made you try and feel like you was less than. Right. Sure. So it was like. You Absolutely. tell somebody you going to barber school and they like, you ain't going to Michigan State, you ain't going to Oregon, you ain't going yeah. to Alabama, you ain't going to college. You mean you mean to tell me that's not what you're gonna do? And it's it's unfortunate that people tried to push something that was not necessarily for everybody. I'm nowhere near against education. I always say educate yourself, uh, improve yourself, and grow yourself. Yes. But there are situations where education from the uh, um, college or university standpoint is not for everybody. Sure. Right. And so you got to realize that it's still a purpose in your life though, even though it's not in a university or sure. a college, mm -hmm. because there are, there's a level of entrepreneurship where you can walk in and, and have freedom and have the life that you desire. It's crazy because I felt best when I was cutting hair, like, and don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, I went to Denby High School. Shout out to Denby High. K-E, K-E in the <laughs> Shout building. out to Denby High. Kettering High. I went to Denby, and I graduated with a 3.5 <laughs> grade point average. I, I wasn't crazy or dumb or uh, uneducated or inferior. My problem was is that it wasn't my happy place. Yeah. Like, I did it because I needed to do it, because it was necessary to do it, mm -hmm. right? Right. And, but it wasn't what made me happy. So I know going to college was going to be something I was going to be doing for somebody else. Sure. I felt like leaving high school. That's why I went straight into barber school. We'll be doing something that I like. Yeah. Taking control of my destiny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yes, giving I me do. my place. And so entrepreneurship is embedded in you. It's right. like, and it's not to say entrepreneurship, you don't go back and take college courses or marketing courses or business classes. Sure. You know, it, there are things that you can add to it, but and in entrepreneurship, it gives you that ability to open up and no matter what the situation is. That's right. And to come to your to your question, right. why do it in a in a, in a pandemic Ooh. is because the reality of it is when you have the ability to work for yourself, it don't matter what time of life it is. Yeah. It don't matter, you know, if you're in a pandemic or everything is in a surplus or everything is, you know, in the red, you have the ability yourself. If you believe in yourself, 
you have faith in yourself, if you love makeup enough, yeah. if you love plumbing enough, if you love carpentry enough, if this is your field in which you want to work in, in beauticians and, and, and barbers, if this is what you want to do, it don't matter when it is. That's right. The, the world has been built on the back of entrepreneurship. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. What would you be without your barber? Man, I, I don't know where I would be. Who would you be without a carpenter? What houses would be built? Oh, we won't. We without won't. a carpenter. That's right. You know, without plumbing, how does your, your when you have a problem and back up in your house, let's yeah. not act like entrepreneurship oh. and these people don't mean nothing. We, we keep the world running. I know I can't fix it. <laughs> <laughs> these hands is for barbering. <laughs> and, and that's my point. And so Ooh. as we talked about earlier, we got to give people their space in their lane. If that's what you do, let me pay you. That's right. To get your stuff. That's Right. That's your lane. That's, that's good. That's your place. That's good. And so it don't matter when it is. True. It don't matter when the moment is. It's always good to walk in entrepreneurship if you can believe in yourself and have faith in what you're doing, and then put the work in. Yes. Success is almost imminent, man. So you can, that's that's kind of that. And I'm listening to you. And I'm learning that we've been working together, but so long. But it's still there's certain elements to you that I still haven't you know, experience yet. You know what I mean? Sure. Like life is learning is lifelong. Absolutely. And when you find someone that you can glean and learn from, like as you grow, I grow. Yes. You know what I mean? When you find that business partner, it's like when you going, I'm going, I got to come up with you. Iron sharp as iron. Iron sharp as iron. Yes, you know sir. what I mean? Yes, so sir. like, like I've learned how to use that iron. Yes, sir. You know, with my partner, my brother, Mr. Smitty, y'all don't really know, but, <laughs> but I'm, but I'm going to be honest with you. You're awesome entrepreneur though. Not 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 just because you're good with cuts, but the personality yeah, that goes yeah. with it, that business mind yes, sir. that has to Appreciate that has that, to be man. diligence. That it's it's that decorum, that behavior, your name is everything. You can't mix my name up in some mess. Don't you know? play with my name. You know, don't play with my name. <laughs> you put some respect on my name. You know what I'm saying? All three. Put some respect on it. You know what I mean? But uh, but but I want to go there and see you face to face. face I want to tell you face to face. You know what I'm saying? Put some respect on it. That's right. That's right. That's right. Put some respect on it. So, but I but I but but that brings me that brings me to like a nutshell a question that will kind of like give those entrepreneurs those those prospects of those who are even thinking about it maybe they satisfied with that that 20 percent loss that first year but somebody i know if you have entrepreneur running through your blood right now and if you fail if you're one of that 20 percent, i know you want to know what what's needed to pick yourself up like a pick me upper in business and 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 start from scratch maybe maybe just reset or start all the way over what what is the biggest attribute to entrepreneurship in the pandemic well you got to have perseverance um throughout this time being self motivated is probably the biggest piece to um picking yourself up from any losses because the reality of it is let's be honest and within a pandemic within any entrepreneurship class that you have there's going to be um, some losses that could be taken. Sure. You got to realize that within this industry, it's 582 million entrepreneurs in the world. Wow, man. And you got to begin to understand what makes you unique? What makes people want to come and gravitate to you, right? Yes. So your uniqueness yes. will begin to help you to understand. Maybe you got to re-strategize how you came out. You didn't, you didn't properly plan for the uh, clientele that you were trying to attract. So yes. if you're not properly planning True. and you're not showing your uniqueness, then that causes failure to be in place. But when you think these things through and begin to understand 
that in success, it, it, you don't just arrive as a planned place to arrive to. So you plan success, right? You don't yes. just arrive there and get there and That's be, right. you know, um, uh, in the pinnacle or in a place that you desire to be both financially and business wise. You don't just arrive. It's a plan that has to be put in place. And so what I would say is to make sure that your plan is um, foolproof from the standpoint of who you're trying to uh, uh, gain as a client mm -hmm. or who you're trying to get as a customer. Sure. You know, the place in the area in which your business resides, yeah. the, the demographics of that area and what will be appealing to that area. Because you can put a fried chicken place, but if you put it in the wrong place. You, you just got a bunch of chicken yeah, in the back I, sick, sitting and soaking. I ain't going to certain <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, you know, when, when, but but uh, have time as we get ready to wrap this up. Um, what, do, what would you say is one of the uh, biggest pieces um, of being an entrepreneur and understanding what it takes to stay grounded in it? Because there are times where, you know, you get those low moments where you just like, I don't, I, I don't even, <laughs> entrepreneurship, you get to that point where you say, I just, I'm just not sure if this is for me. I thought it was, but then what is it that keeps you going and keeps you motivated uh, beyond uh, what you see? Man, to be honest, it's my wife, man. <laughs> you know, it's like when I look at that, that pretty face, uh, watch out now. Watch out, watch out, watch out. <laughs> Baby, if you're listening, I love you. But it's, it's that face, man. It's it's the love I know she have for me, that support, right? As an yeah. entrepreneur, man, you have to find somebody that's going to support you. Maybe, if, maybe if, if you don't have that support in the beginning, in some way, form, or fashion, you have to build a, a network of people that really have your best interests. Yeah. Because you're gonna need that's right. Yeah. Right? Because because that what's gonna happen is they're gonna give you a certain fire that you didn't have before or extra push when you felt like stopping. That extra step that you take because she's loving on you, she's praying for you, she's saying, Hey, sweetie, I know I don't really understand everything about what you're doing, sure. but I support you. So if you need my whole check next week. Sure. Sure. You know what I mean? Do, yeah. you, do, you, do you need us to sacrifice cert, a certain lifestyle so we can get to that point? Yeah. Even if she don't see it, right. she understands what your mind, your how your motor is moving. You know, and my wife to me, so many, so many years, she's she's she stayed by my side. She stood there and she stayed the course with me, even when she didn't believe it, or even when she didn't even see the That's value huge. and what I was doing. Yeah. And it's so many times I neglected the fact that how how powerful that was to me because I it was not like I was ignoring it or I was neglecting her, right? Yeah. But it was like I'm so stuck in my lane mm. that that sometimes we overlook that that helpmate. Yeah. You know, it's like the helpmate be telling us some stuff, but we so because we're entrepreneur, it's just us yeah. pushing. Right. It's us. It's just us alone. Sometimes we'll neglect her and, and see and not see the value in what she's saying. Baby, I got it already. I got this. <laughs> see, the thing is, man, is this entrepreneurship <laughs> get lonely sometimes, man. It does. And, and we got to realize that when, when God sends that particular help, it might come through your wife. Sometimes it might not. Sometimes yeah. it might come through a friend. Sometimes yeah. it might come through a pastor or an instructor yeah. or somebody yeah. that you put confidence in. And you got to be able to recognize when help has been sent your way. That's Entrepreneurship, right. one word I don't like, and we're going to end it right here, is I don't like self-made, the word self-made. That's Come on, talk, talk Nobody to is self-made. Everybody has help. Everybody has assistance. Everybody has been made to be um, connected to somebody for some level of success. Because if you got a product, you're going to need people to buy it. 
So it wasn't self-made. You were just, you, you made it and God sent the resources to make you be successful. So with that being said, we want to make sure that you all please go onto our podcast and make sure that you go onto YouTube. No. You can find us at Deeper Than a Cut Podcast. Don't forget to smash that like. Smash. Don't forget to smash that subscribe. Elbow. And don't forget to share, share this Deeper Than a Cut Podcast. Listen, y'all, we on Facebook, Instagram. We have Spotify, Apple Music. Don't forget, y'all, we got everything, every possible platform. Don't, do not not smash these smash, uh, subscribe, like, and share button. To, to keep this going. Don't hold this information to yourself because you might be hurting. But you're not helpless. Deeper than the cut. Deeper than the cut, baby. <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. Yo, we're back at Deeper Than a Cut podcast. Yes, sir. And we're here in our business room. We're here to just talk a little bit of uh, the segment <laughs> that we like to call Pick a side. Ah, you got to pick, man. Pick, you know, you can't be standing in the pick middle trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. We have a segment called Pick a Side, which is simply us having different uh, topics to talk about and give an opportunity for our guests as well as ourselves to decide which side we're picking in a particular subject. So today we have a subject, since we're talking about business a little bit today, hops, uh, 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 halftime. We're talking about a little, just a little bit, you know, a little business. Um, they're in the business world and has been a lifelong going talk about whether you think that your dress uh, exudes the professionalism that you have and who you are. Like, if you wear a hoodie, you're not professional. If you wear a tie, you are professional. You know, what is it that you believe? Under those circumstances and what comes into play as it relates to a tie or no tie, how do you look at it? How do you, how you see this? First of all, you know, just in my profession, you definitely need to dress. You got to dress. You got to dress for the mm-hmm. barbershop, you know. And I don't get me wrong. I know a lot of I know a lot of guys don't dress in a bar. A lot of barbers that don't dress in a the barbershop. They mm-hmm. don't. And when I say dress, I'm not saying. You got to come in with the Maris, the Gators, you know what I'm saying, the Fairy Gambos, the Gucci. But, I mean, you do have to, I believe you do have, there's a, there's a right and a wrong way to do everything. Right. And to build a clientele of, of a, premier, a premier and a very prestige uh, clientele, Smitty, I believe that you have to be it first. Right. If I want to attract a certain mm. client, then I have to be that client first. Mm. I have to attract what I, I have to look like what I want to attract, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes a whole lot of sense. When yeah, you I can't, you know, I can't, I can't, if I want, if I want to go downtown and, 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 and acquire some executives as clients, you know, I can't have my pants down a hoodie so I look like I'm about to take his wallet, man, you know, <laughs> exactly. fasten a business card. That's right. And it's nothing wrong with wearing a hoodie, right. but I think there are certain professions, it does require a level of dress. Man, that is, that's good. That's I really good. do believe that. that. That's a good side to pick um, to, to, when you think about it. Um, I also believe, very similar to how you believe, I oftentimes wear a shirt and tie or a collared shirt or some slacks on a regular basis. Like, people probably seeing me right now, like, he got a hoodie on, you know? Right. But the reality of it is I think that this is what's critical and important in a situation uh, this segment pick a side is it depends on what you're doing at the time. Like I don't go to sleep in a shirt and a tie. 
right? I put on pajamas for when it's time for bed, right? right? So you, you right. dress according to what you're doing. Absolutely. And so when you're in service or at church or I'm up preaching, um, you can wear whatever you want, but my professional opinion or my look or decorum that I would like to have at that time is a shirt and tie, sure. right? And so when we're doing a segment on a podcast, deeper than a cut podcast, when you yeah. do a podcast, I want to be dressed down. I want to wear Absolutely. my Air Maxes or my uh, Gore-Texes or my, you know, whatever, chill with my sweatpants and a sweatshirt on. It's, it's advantageous for the circumstances and the situation that is before you. So professionalism, I believe, is based upon what you're doing. Um, when you see those uh, NBA players coming in in, in in the arena and they're jogging outfits, it's nothing wrong with wearing that because that's the profession that they're in, right? And so, but if you want to dress up in a shirt and tie, that's fine as well. But I just really believe it comes up to preference. But when you're, uh, as you, and I, to piggyback off a little bit what you said, when you're trying to attract a certain level of clientele, be prepared to be that Absolutely. level of clientele so that people can again can understand that that's what you're looking for and that's who you're trying to attract. So, so can I? So just a, just a couple of seconds. I, like a lot of times, my wife, she's always like, "Baby, you always dressing up," and you know, everywhere we go, she like, you know, she's like, "Why is that?" And I'm like, "Baby, I'm, if you never have to get ready, you stay ready. You stay ready. If you stay ready, you never have to get ready." And, and but for years, she's seen me do this. She watched me do this in public, but she saw it work. She didn't understand why I do it until we got to our destination and realized people want to talk to me. Absolutely. That's our opportunity Absolutely. right there. When people want to talk to you by yeah. how you look, yeah. then you open my mouth and I'm talking, I, you know, I'm going to talk to them. I can talk, talk my business. Them. I'm talking my business now. I can talk my business. Because we said on episode one, how, how can I get them to the chair? Yeah. You know what I mean? I gotta get them, that, I gotta you, get them as a client. Hey, you never get a second chance to make a first impression, man. <laughs> never. Never get a second chance to make a first impression. I so I, I like to stay ready. Hey, another reason she was asking, because she knows you look good, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> come on, come on, baby. I still got it. They got to make, sure you know <laughs> make sure they keep that for themselves. You know what I'm saying? My wife, you, you the yeah, best thing. You know. She be watching me all the way out the door, but like, you know. You going like that? Baby, it's for you. You looking around trying to find That's out right. where you at. This is going, baby. Baby, this for you. I'm doing this for you. They're going, they're going to the going to Myers like that. Yeah, you never know. I'm going to meet. You know what I'm saying? It's deeper than the cut. It's always been deeper than the cut. Uh, yeah, so as we um, wrap up that particular uh, question, we realize that um, at the end of it, it's about what you're doing. Be clean. Be presentable. Uh, have your hygiene on point. <laughs> because Ooh. that all plays into... Uh, offensive, uh, being offensive to someone without saying a word. So, um, but realize also that people do deal with you and dwell with you according to what they see. Yeah. So if it's not in the professionalism and, and around, you could be a perfect guy, a perfect woman for the job, um, but you don't go to a job interview um, not prepared and ready to work in a professional manner, being in a professional dress. Um, so with that being said, you choose what you want, we love to hear what size you pick, whether you have to wear a certain kind of way, whether you have to uh, dress a certain kind of way. We just believe that based upon whatever you're doing, uh, cleanliness, hygiene will uh, most prevail out to be the most successful uh, dress code for the profession that you're working in. Comment, comment, put like your comments share. in there. Talk to us. So that we can figure out exactly what you're saying and we, yeah. can, we can get back with you. So... 
as we end Let's that go. particular section, we get down to what we like to call the barbershop talk because we the barbershop guys. Yeah. Executive cuts and more in the building. Yes, sir. And we always make Let's sure go. we have conversations in there. And this has been a conversation that's been going on since um, KD been coming. KD been, he been coming. Uh, Y'all know where we going. Don't try like you don't know where we going. It's going down there like that. I need oh, you to pick man. a side. I got my side. I need you to pick a side on what's really happening in today's NBA with who is better between Kevin Durant or LeBron James. Hey man, you know what? Kevin Durant or LeBron James? No, I, hey man, me, I, hey man, I, hey. Billy Goat, <laughs> Old Bill is his name. <laughs> Billy Goat James, my guy. Why you calling Billy Goat? Billy man? Goat, billionaire man. Their status has changed. We got to change his name. They got to change his name. Billy Goat, Billy Goat, Old Bill. And I'm gonna tell you, the reason why I'm picking. Kick it to me. Kick it to me. The reason why I'm picking Bill, man, because I'm gonna right now. We talking about right now. It's the last ten games. He averaging thirty one. You know what I'm saying? He averaging like eight rebounds, like nine, eight assists. He's showing KD like you got some work to do. You know, and you saying this time, this time, and and of course, I don't believe my man, he's 37, his past birthday, December. He get shout out to all the Sagittarius, the Sagittarius, whatever. <laughs> but 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 he he is he of age. He, he he yeah. He's <laughs> right. Okay. See there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But but that's my guy. And and at this moment of his game, he's 37 years old, Smitty. He can't do this all all for until for like 82 more games. Like 40, 50, like 40, they about halfway through like 40 more games. He can't keep it up. Because he's thinking about the playoff. But he understands the team that he owns, that he has, and and the, and the extra help that he has is not, it's not sufficing. It's not, it's not working. And so he gotta do what he gotta do. To hold the team up as he always have his whole career, his whole career. So where is it that you're saying at this point in time who's I'm better going, and why going, is he better? I'm, I'm going with LeBron J. LeBron Billy Gold, <laughs> Old Bill. I'm going with Old Bill because he's gonna make the right basketball play, not just scoring. He gonna if he got to go down low, he gonna get a rebound. He gonna try to find the best shooter. If you if you shoot an air ball, then that's on you. But you know, you know, he gonna find. He gonna make the best All basketball right. play. All right. All right. The best basketball play. All right. Come on with it. LeBron James has been an amazing basketball player over his 19-year career in the NBA. I have been a big supporter of LeBron James. I appreciate his ability to score, his ability to pass, rebound, philanthropy work, you know, schools. Ooh, I didn't even touch uh, on that. Businessman, yeah. husband, father. He, amazing guy, right? But I think it always everything comes to an end. There's a yeah. place and a time that things come to an end. Yeah. And although he's playing absolutely amazing, I mean, nobody could have possibly thought that LeBron would be playing at this level at this point in his career, 37 years old. But LeBron can't do what he used to do. LeBron is able to still score. He's yeah. able to get his numbers. But he can't carry a team like he used to. No. Because he's 37 years old, and by right, I mean, at this point in time, it's time for him to hang it up. So, to be honest with you, and I know some people might say Giannis, but I'm going to be honest with you. Kevin Durant is the best, most efficient player, most unstoppable player in the NBA. He, he, you cannot touch him. You can't. If he miss, it's because he missed. If he, if he don't win, 
is because, you know, uh, his foot is on the line. <laughs> Kevin Durant is literally an unstoppable force. And in this time in the NBA, he's, he's, he's unbelievable in his abilities. He can score wherever. You want a, a deep three, a free throw line extended, uh, uh, mid-range. He can go to the basket. Good help side defender. And although he wasn't able to carry his team last year, he did have significant injuries uh, in Kyrie Irving and James Harden, who didn't allow him to beat a, a Giannis full-fledged uh, team. But individually, Kevin Durant, I have come to the realization that the, the baton has been passed. Is, is Kevin Durant is the best player in the NBA. And I, I got to give it to him. I got you. I've been with LeBron, but the reality of it is Kevin Durant, he just stepped on them toes a little bit. <laughs> And has proven to bring his team up to be number one in the Eastern Conference, um, and he balling. He, he he put it see, in. See for me, Kevin Durant still haven't won nothing with 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 like carrying a team. Steph and Clay and Draymond they covered him and go to state where his most success was, and now he because if it's about winning championships, he should have never left Golden State. But now he do. He is lights out. You can't stop him. He's slithery, he's slinky, he's wet with the ball. You can't stop him. He's bringing it up full court. I mean, he has so many different elements to his game, and I do. But I only reason I haven't picked Kevin Durant yet because old Bill's still playing. He, <laughs> you have to take it. He, gonna, he, he can't get it till he, till he retired, man. Old Bill's still playing, I, and I will give you that. Um, I think that that was one of probably the weakest moves in the NBA history and sports history when he went over to Golden State. I give you that. Uh, which is the reason why they just ran through the NBA like it was nobody, and they just trampled over NBA like it was yeah, nobody else even playing. Absolutely. Like it was almost like don't even watch the NBA because you already know who's gonna win. Right. And I really believe that that's why he left because he wanted to create his own legacy. Let's see him do it. But with that being said, you can't take away those two finals and two finals MVPs that he won. He's he's won them. He was the best player on the team. Literally, he was better than Steph, better than Clay. Better than Draymond. Might not have been more important. Yeah, yeah. He but he better. was better he was. than all of those players on the team. No doubt. And he showed it in the NBA Finals when he, he went against uh, LeBron and, and he knocked down shots that that you just can't you can't argue. He, yeah. he put it in the place. Can't take that from and and this time and this moment, he's put himself in position to be the person to be called the best player in the NBA. Absolutely. And even though Bill, old Bill, old Bill. is doing his thing. His team is still uh, probably six or seventh in the Western yeah, Conference, yeah, they're and, terrible. and that, they're terrible. That, that, that ain't gonna work out. So that's not gonna work. At this point in time, I gotta give it to KD. KD, you number one. To hear that from me, I know probably a lot of people looking at me like, for real. But I'm staying. Hey, everybody, we gotta come to the barbershop. KD, it's old Bill. He the best player in the NBA. You gotta give it to him. Dang.